With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind. Featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. (laughs) Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. these late nights watching hockey i hate to sound like charlie marlowe but it's eh, you don't really feel like working the next day you're up late and i say that after they win and you're kind of excited and you're in great spirits and you don't really feel like doing much the next day. then they lose and i'm like kind of feel the same don't way don't feel like doing much the next day really feel like doing much the- <laughs> and i don't think the weather helps it's been so rainy. dreary and rainy and can i just tell you right out of the gate listen to the experts right us no Listen, it, when, in, when you're dealing with somebody who's a professional in their line of work, which, okay, I guess we are, but don't listen to us. We've needed a new driveway for a couple of years, and it's an asphalt driveway, and we're dealing with a great company, Fontana Paving, family business. And so I'm dealing with Mike Jr., and I said, I just can't take it anymore. This thing needs to be replaced. We're ready to do it. Let's do it. And he said, I'd wait a little bit because it's really a rainy, you know, rainy type type of the year and you don't really want me to rip it out and then it rains for a couple of weeks i said no no let's just do this let's go for it let's just get it done i I mean i I think we can get it in right we get the driveway torn out they put down the gravel and they do all the smoothing out it looks great you know it's ready all it needs now is for the asphalt to be poured on top of it but the second they tore it out put down the gravel about a week and a half ago what has it done almost every day since then a lot of rain and Mark, he, April he, showers. He is bring May brings flowers. a May driveway. Yeah. <laughs> He's nice enough about it. He hasn't said, I told you so, but he should. And so I was telling Kim, I said, God, I really, I kept pushing him, saying, let's get this started. You know, I'm, I'm getting anxious here. We got, we got graduations. You got communions. You got, let's, let's, get, let's just get this started. He said, okay, but it's got to be dry for us to pave it. You understand that? I said, yeah, I understand. Let's just go. We're in a much more fortunate position. We just got new sod in our front yard. and Got, got to water it twice a day, about 15, oh, 20 minutes. I haven't had to water. It's been raining. It's great. Keep you it going. Sh- Monsoon sh- season in St. Louis. You're going to need a lot of water in this. No problem. No problem. I was thinking about the water bill skyrocketing because of this. Nope. Shout out, shape. <laughs> shout out to Fontana Paving, and I apologize because I was r- 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 wrong. <laughs> probably should. Have waited. Hey, it is the Midday Grind. Charlie Marlowe en route back from Dallas. He's going to be part of the program tomorrow. We're going to be at Rosalita's, which is right across the street from where we are today. We're at Big Island Spa 
And as you heard in the 11 o'clock hour, not just a great place with the great services, but also a great story to tell. Uh, the owners, Liza and Tom, who Frank, I think, was putting on his minister's outfit and he was sort of lining up the marriage once the show was over. But uh, Tom and Liza, great people, Big Island Spa, and it does have that Hawaiian vibe. And Brian is our resident Hawaiian expert. Luckily, we have one on staff yeah. who could talk to the Well, uh, that, was, that was the requirement for the position. And say, oh, where are you job. from? See, I know just enough to say, oh, are you from the Big Island? The Big Island. You say that, and then I'm out of material. But you actually can drill down further than that. I've never been to the Big Island. I've only been to Maui and Oahu. I was wondering, though, you mentioned the weather and all the rain and mixed in when it's done raining. It's just really humid. She probably misses the Big Island. Well, we want folks to stop by 13th and Washington, 1300 Washington, and it's right on 13th Street. You'll see a sign. You'll see the sign on Wash Ave. We're across from Lucas Park Grill, but stop by because look at this. We've got a 60-minute massage gift certificate to give away and a 60-minute foot massage to give away. So if you're working downtown, uh, Bob Wallace tried to take one on the way out. The Noted NFL executive, we let him know he wasn't eligible. He said, no, I am eligible. I said, no, your <laughs> Thompson Coburn law firm doesn't want you taking it. And he said, no, they don't mind. And I said, well, we're saving it for our What a listeners. better time. Name me a better time to get a free massage and during the hockey playoffs. Because you're stressed out. You're stressed. Out. You're watching it all the, well. You're never relaxed during a hockey game. Correct. Even when you're leading by a goal or two, you're still on the edge of your seat because you have all the superstitions and the beliefs that no lead is safe in hockey. Get a massage. And by the way, the grand opening, they are open here at Big Island Spa, but the grand opening on May 25th, this will be a lot of fun. A Hawaiian luau party, authentic Hawaiian food, live music, dancing, door prizes. So mark it down. May 25th is the grand opening, and they'll have a Hawaiian luau party with authentic Hawaiian food. All right, we didn't get to this in the 11 o'clock hour. We had a lot of moving parts, including the Stanley Cup stopping by Big Island Spa. But let's do a little five for Frank slash Hoff. Time to tee up the hot topics. It's five for Frank. Brought to you by Greenville University, a liberal arts institution, just 45 miles from St. Louis. Now, this could get really confusing when I would play the UR card on Frank because now Brian Hoffman would be saying, Am I Frank? As the you are, am, am I, I Frank? As Charlie? Yes. As the you are? Yeah, what you are? How am is this I? working? How about true or false? It's a bad sign. And Frank and I both agreed. We liked the Bennington extracurriculars, giving it back to Jamie Ben, who certainly deserves it. Him sliding over and whacking Ben Bishop seemed a little out of character, a little weird. I don't mind it. I wish we could have seen it better. They didn't really have a great angle of that. Clearly, it happened. But true or false? It's a bad sign when Jordan Bennington has the most fight in the game on any given that your goalie is the feistiest player on the ice is that a bad sign true or false probably true i feel like uh you probably need someone else on the ice who can actually score a goal or stop a goal from being scored before it's actually shot to the goalie to show a little feistiness i do wonder if you're dallas what are you thinking after seeing that are you i mean i'm sure stars fans are thinking maybe we got him a little bit maybe we broke him a tad well i i think in the post game and i was not there but i was listening as it was coming in and jim thomas jeremy rutherford guys who cover the team every single day lou korak they were asking questions bennington craig berube and others and i think that was sort of the line of questioning did you lose your cool did you kind of let them get in your head? Kind of seemed like it a little well, bit. And I do agree that the optics could say that, but I think Bennington's answer when he said, well, it was 4-1. to one. And I think at that point, the game's not over, 
but you're you're getting your ass kicked. So I think <laughs> I think you his point was at that point you got to fight back a little bit. It's not like it was a two-two game a minute to go, and he slashed a Dallas player, and it was a penalty that cost him the game. I think the fact they're down 4-1, to one, he was trying to show a little fight. Plus, Jamie Benn is known to get in people's kitchen anyway. So it was somebody who probably had it coming. Now, Ben Bishop may not have. I wonder if Bennington would be honest. And all of these guys lie. Frank played the clips earlier from David Perron, who whacked the back of Ben Bishop and said, oh, yeah, I was just you know trying to get around him. I'm, you know, whatever he said. <laughs> these guys are the worst liars. Jordan Bennington, when they said what happened with Ben Bishop, he's like, oh, no, I just, you know, just skating off. Like, here's, no, no. here's Perron's answer. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was reaching, trying to prevent them from playing, and I don't know, he's six six, so he's, he's a big guy. I don't, I don't think that would be reaching. No, like, no. Kids that are learning words in school, <laughs> let's get that definition of reaching. <laughs> I think it was slashing, and incidentally, that was not called. Perron and Bishop have had a little back and forth. I think it was game two when he had the elbow and Ben Bishop. Kudos to the Chaminade Theater Department because I think Ben did give it a little extra flair in game two. Uh, Didn't get the call, though. So the Perron play seemed like a cheap shot, in my opinion. It's the playoffs of hockey. But the Bennington thing, I think, honestly, he's a little pissed not only about the score, four to one, but I think also the way they were playing in front of him. I mean... Bolmeister was just kind of in the way. He's had a good playoff run. I think he had eight block shots in game three. Got the new contract. For, everybody said it's a stunning turnaround. I think Chris Kerber, who's been dead on with his analysis during this cup run, said the other day among the best players this postseason has been Jay Bolmeister, but he had a really bad night. Can we uh, harken back to the coach of old, Mike Yo? Remember last year he listed who had, the, who had a good game, and we had to then decipher from there. Those he didn't name, we can assume, and they lost like eight straight, and they lost that game like seven to one. But who had the, well, the worst bat? part? The worst part for Mike Yo was he named a couple of guys, and we all said that's great because that means everybody else sucked, and we agree it was a terrible game. So if you say other than, and you name two or three guys, that that's about right. But then the next day at practice, <laughs> he clarified. He, he, he added a few to the list. I'm like, no, don't do that. He went back to, well, actually, upon further review, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't bad. Like, no. He still lost by four or five goals. It was never close. Who played well last night? Other than Bennington. And we can assume, I think, you know, and the other one, to Kerber, a degree, he played fairly well. And the other, uh, and Bennington, I think, overall, I would say he was fine. Yeah. He wasn't great. No lost bad goals, track. necessarily? That first one was weird. Kind of lost track of it. Yeah. I thought Robbie Fabry lost track of his guy right in front of the net. So then it's a clean look at it. The second one, Bo Meester's blocking... If you block the shot, it's good. If you block the goalie's vision, it's bad. That's my hockey analysis. Um, the killer, too, was the late power play in the uh, second period. They scored, I think it was in the last minute there. And even Chief, who didn't like a lot of the questions last night, said, yeah, that was a bad goal. And Not just in terms of it happening. Team-wise, yes. Team-wise, it was a bad goal. So let's move on. All right, number two, we'll keep it Blues-related. Not being a wet blanket on a dreary, rainy Thursday. No dry blankets today, Martin. But if they don't beat the Stars, if they don't advance, how is it any different than two years ago when you beat the Wild, but then you lost to the Predators? Mike Yo was the coach, and you had some good moments. But is it you know as much buzz and excitement as there is, and even the Cup being in town, it's kind of cool, but I think some of the Blues officials were like, well, this is – 
Why is the cup there? It's only the second round. Get that. Some people on Twitter are like, get that blank bleep bleep thing out of town. A cousin of mine, when I sent him the photo of the Stanley Cup, he lives out in Colorado, uh, sent this uh, following response in all caps, which is something he never does. Don't blanking touch it. Well, I wanted to hoist it. <laughs> I thought that would be the greatest picture. <laughs> Our guy Howie, who's the keeper of the cup, was here last oh. hour. They wheel in. There's a lot of pomp and circumstance with it. It's cool. It's a great trophy. Rank the trophies. Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup. Rich Gould was arguing with me yesterday that the Claret Jug might be cooler. Like, eh. No. And the Claret Jug is cool. There's I think Stanley Cup is number one because there's one. That's what's so cool about it to me. Um, like the World Series trophy looks good with those flags when you hoist it, the pennant. It has the worst name. It's called, it called? it's called the Commissioner's Trophy, mm. which for a league with as much history of baseball, to not name it after someone or something is terrible. It should have a majestic name. Yes, like the Lombardi Trophy, uh, the Larry O'Brien Trophy. I think the Lombardi is pretty sleek. I would put that maybe second. Yeah. Now, somebody out there, what about the old oaken bucket? Every college football <laughs> team has eight of those. They just have a, a shoe attached to a yeah. to a stick. Here it's, we go. It's Here's the our shiny trophy. razor game. <laughs> Uh, back to your question with the Blues. What was and, my question? Uh, expectations and how you would feel if, this, if say, come Monday morning the season's yeah, over. Yeah, to be fair, what, what really was accomplished, I think the stunning comeback yeah. to get in is still noteworthy. But what's going to bother me, and I think what would bother a lot of Blues fans if the season ends this weekend or early next week, would be it was just how wide open everything was. The Capitals the route, the post, were out. Yeah, the, the Flames out. The Lightning out. You had... Maybe Colorado or San Jose, who, who, who you'd be willing to match up against just to see what happens. This, this just seems like for a team that got hot at the right time, entered the playoffs on a hot streak, it seems like everything came together for it to be a really deep postseason run. And for it not to be, even though if you had told me in January that they'd make it and make it a 6-7 game series in the second round, I would have taken it. But now it seems like it should be more. Can we also decide how to pronounce the captain's name? No. I'm pretty sure it's Alex Petrangelo. 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 I, I think I heard last night at one point a Petrangelo. Petrangelo. I'm like, did I hear Petrangelo and Petrangelo? If you're Petro, don't this you just... This is the just... network. This is the, these people watch <laughs> hockey games every night. Frank and I don't watch hockey games every night, but we can pronounce, and he's not a guy they just called up from San Antonio. He's the captain of the team. <laughs> Been there for a while. And Mike Caruso, Doug Armstrong, Al McKinnis, somebody with the Blues say, uh, guys, he's our captain. Here's how we say his name. Can we agree? If you want to say it's Petra Angelo, if you want to say it's Petra Angelo, can we just agree on how to say it? Imagine if they were, like, getting Adam Wainwright's name wrong on national yeah. broadcast on a regular basis. Wainwright? <laughs> Wien? No, no, Wayne. Or Molina. Wien. It's like, well, he's been here for a while. Molina is the uh, first batter this inning. <laughs> Matt Carpante is at the plate. It's really not that hard, but it, it's really driving me crazy. Am I alone? I, I'm guessing no. Blues fans are a little edgy uh, right now. There's been a lot of, a lot of okay. uh, frustration towards um, one bald broadcaster in particular over the pronunciation of and the And I like name. Pierre. I said yes. that the other day, but this one is my sort of bugaboo. And another uh, blue stuff before we move on here. It's five for Hoff, brought to you by Greenville University. This is what they paid for. One of my friends who knows hockey inside and out and said Andy Strickland hoping that was not true we were texting a lot last night he said sorry I'm in four different group texts right now about the game <laughs> but a uh, person who's followed hockey closely and knows some of the uh, drama and disappointment that goes with this franchise said 
keep in mind that Bozak penalty late in the first, which was a terrible call, this guy said, in my opinion, led to what was a game-changing goal, which did, made it 2-1 after one, and said, thought it was a terrible call. And even the, the female broadcast, she was getting lambasted by a lot of folks. She had a rough night. I felt I think, bad you know for her. I was going to say that, because last night at work, I said, I think she's doing a fine job on the whole, but I think she's having a bad game. It happens. You have a bad game. We, Mike, yo, who had a bad game? Well, the female announcer had a bad game. And, <laughs> I thought Kenny Albert did well. I thought Pierre Maguire did well. But I thought she had a bad game. <laughs> yeah. I think one of them, too, she said, ooh, that's at an inoperable time. And I thought an inoperable would be a tumor. Yeah. Inopportune. inopportune. Right. It happens. Well, I mean, I'm terrible. I'm not picking on her. But she even said at that moment, that's a really bad call. So this hockey friend of mine said, if this series were to tilt because of that game, I think it was because of that moment. Ooh, let's write a, a letter, an angry letter to the league yes. office. If the Blues lose the next two games, we can pen a letter on the air towards one Gary Bettman. One other thought, Blues-related. According to Doug's prison wall, they said putter Angelo once, which it, isn't, isn't even close. I, maybe it, I, don't, I always give Hoff assignments. Let's go through and just find all the different pronunciations of Petrangelo's Here's name. Here's Petrangeli. What? And it's amazing how many weird names you really do get, guys from Finland and Sweden. And we're getting those right. This guy's from Canada. NBA broadcasters get Giannis Antetokounmpo right on yes. a fast break. You're oh, telling you me you can't, get, you, you can't get you can't get Petrangelo right? Um, any chance last night, Craig Berube thought, I'll put in Jake Allen just for the third period. No, I, I don't think you can. Not, not saying it'll change the game or we're going to win. But because maybe you just give Benner a mental break and you give him, like, a physical break. I don't know. Dangerous to even do that. I think. What are we talking about today if he had done that? How long is Bennington's leash on Friday? But immediately after the game you say, it's probably a dumb thought. I'm just wondering. I thought about it a little bit. It was probably a dumb thought. And I, I even texted Strick when he wasn't in the other eight text groups with former players. I said, probably a bad idea. And he wrote back, probably. I think that was a nice way of saying dumb. And the only thought would have been, not that it's Bennington's fault, that it just would have been, let's get him a little rest here. Rest up, come back and get him on Friday. I guess 4-1, you're still thinking maybe we'll come back. Maybe still win. have a chance. You've had good third periods this postseason and Jake's already. Jake's also like, I didn't even bring my pads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three, five for Frank. You're a Washington Nationals fan. I'm mad. How mad are you that the window seems to have closed, yet we still have – like a billion-dollar roster. I don't feel too optimistic today. I don't feel too optimistic, though I do. I, I take some comfort in knowing that you have a really good young outfield. So hoping that maybe that can bridge a gap to the next the next phase of contention. I'm, I think I'm more upset about how the Braves are really good and really young and how the Phillies seem to be stacked for the next couple of years. And also, I'm mad at the stadium designer because if that ballpark were like a foot smaller in left field, that would have been a tie game. There's that one little corner, kind of like cuts it's further out by the I, bullpen. I've never been inside it. I've, I have. It's I've, okay. I've been around it on the outside. It, it seems okay. It's, it's meh. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. And today's game, by the way, the Cards going for a four-game sweep over the Nats. Cards twenty and ten. Have you seen the record. lineup? I have not. It is. It's very much. And sometimes, sometimes you have to do this big series this weekend against the Cubs. You've already won the first three against Washington. TLR used to say, "Win the series, win, 
the season. I'll uh, I'll pull up the lineup real quick for you right here. So Molina probably sits. Uh, yes, this is uh, Matt so Weeders. Feels like a Tyler O'Neill. Former National Matt Weeders, I believe. Yes, former National, former Oriole. I feel like this is going to be a Tyler O'Neill start. Here's the lineup. I think, I'd give, I think I'd give Jerko a start anyway. Because Carp's been struggling. But Carpenter's still playing. Colton Wong batting leadoff at second. Jed Jerko at third, batting second. Matt Carpenter batting third, first. playing first. So, Carp hitting third, did you say? Yes, batting well, first. We buried the lead, yeah. literally. That's a huge story that it he's is. willing to move him out of leadoff, even if it's just for a game. So, that means Goldschmidt has the day off. Uh, Ozuna in left, batting cleanup. You have Tyler O'Neill batting fifth and right. Harrison Bader batting sixth and seventh. Uh, Matt Weeder, actually... Batting six in center, Matt Weeders batting seven behind the plate, and Gyro Munoz at uh, short with Dakota Hudson. So Goldschmidt, DeYoung, Molina, all with the day off, right? Yes. Jose out. Jose I'm Martinez is out. Okay, so hopefully Molina, he gets an appearance because I like watching Jose Martinez. Molina, Goldschmidt, DeYoung, your primary players who are all out of the game today. Cards have won three in a row in DC, five straight overall, twenty and ten. On the season, it's a four o'clock Eastern start, which is a weird daytime start. Yes, so if I'm a DC fan, who can make that? Like, hey, you want to take the day off? Uh, I guess you leave work early, but is it a six o'clock, seven o'clock? No. Oh, day game? Yeah. What noon? One? No, it's at four. How often does a game start at? Who four? can make that? Like in a major city where everyone's like, that's when rush hours. Even if, Kids if, are if you're at, at home, yeah. Who's making that? Or do you want to make that? Like, ah, oh, go to the seven. What is it for? Eh, yeah, it's my excuse not to go. Is there a reason they're playing at four? I don't. This know. This is the same franchise that has their Triple A affiliate in Fresno, <laughs> and they when they call the players, they go to the Double A team because it's easier. That seems wrong is with there Washington. Some dysfunction there. Maybe it's Washington. <laughs> Maybe that's it. You have more dysfunction, and it's affecting the Nats. <laughs> At number five, you are Jose Martinez. How difficult is it to play baseball? When you look up, and I'm sure it happens in the hotel or in the clubhouse, there's pictures out of CNN. There's more uprising in Venezuela. God, he saw car, trucks like, running over protesters. Yeah, and there's tanks. It just, I mean, he's talked about it in the past. Wouldn't that be really hard? Because his family lives there. His son lives there. You think about it, we all complain about something every day. Here's Jose Martinez going to the ballpark. We know he's got this great personality, upbeat. Wouldn't that be really hard? To I want to ask him what his secret is because that that would be on my mind all the time. So we complain and moan about everything. Here's a guy whose family's in Venezuela, the country's going to hell, and yet he shows up. And granted, he's making good money and he's in the big leagues, but never seems to have a down day. And I would just be distracted. Big Jose time. asked you how you're doing today. It's like, ah, oh, it's annoying. I couldn't get a cameraman from the station. Right. Bugging the hell out of me about some trip <sighs> to Dallas. Had to plug the meter had downtown. A, got a ticket. How's your day? Well, my family is located in, directly in a coup. Oh, well, <laughs> you got me on that. You got me. All right, Five for Frank every day brought to you by Greenville University. You can find out more at greenville.edu. We are live today from Big Island Spa. It's got that Hawaiian flavor. What it's a peaceful a- place this is. Even the logo, yes. you walk in, they put the lay around your neck. They do foot massages, regular massage, facials. They have yoga. We're in the studio portion here. It's 13th in Washington, just a bit off from Washington, but you can see the signage at the corner of 13th in Washington. Uh, come on by. Get yourself a gift certificate. You can give it to your wife or spouse. And, and act say like you got it for them. Significant other. Yes, just Which say. Which something Martin's never done. No, I would never do that. I have a great Frank story about that. I don't know if I can mention it on the airway. 
he may have given a gift to Monique, but on the back it said who it was really from, and he acted like it was from him. And she said, oh, this is so nice. And then she goes, why does it say Randy on here? <laughs> Not to get too specific, of course. Uh, 1 o'clock is when the doors open at Fast Eddie's. They're in Alton, Illinois. So top of the hour, the fun begins. And Let's go there. We're right we there. Should. We're so close. This is the day to just shut it on down. Except Chuck's on a flight back from Dallas. <laughs> hey, hey Chuck, Chuck, real quick. Can you when, he land, <laughs> when he lands, the station's calling. Yeah, Martin says he's out today. <laughs> yeah, did you go by Alton? Yeah. yeah. I know you're looking forward to seeing your wife and your daughter, but can you go to work instead? Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois, where they're always having a great time. And I think Eddie, he co-signed on it. Whether you're in a good mood, bad mood, doesn't matter. You're going to leave in a good mood. You didn't ask him, though, if you're sick or healthy. If I you're contagious, go down there. I told him about me saying, hey, you're 90. you're 90 going up and that you mocked me. And he said, 90 is great, man. Come on in. Your grandson's probably 20, 30. <laughs> Bring them all. They got room, too. Great parking lot, which sounds stupid, a great parking lot. Well, when you go to a place, you don't want to be hassled trying to park. Huge parking lot. Just walk right in. The grill will be fired up and ready to go. Get yourself the full Strobinger. Try the bratwurst, Ooh. homemade bratwurst, Fat Eddie burger, half-pound burger. I was up there last week. got the cheeseburger. It's like $2 and a quarter for a half-pound burger and cheese. Basket and then fries. you asked if they had a sale or a coupon, Is there a coupon that available? you could use. For... I'm downloading the uh, Groupon here now. Yeah, I listen to Martin and Charlie and Frank. Can I get a – is there like a, a, a keyword coupon that I get, a promo code? By the way, the podcasting of this show – it really it is it is startling to me when people listen. Brendan Schaefer, friend of the show, former staffer. He was texting me last texting night. Texting me like 6 o'clock, listening to the show, asking some questions. Brad Strobinger, an hour later, asking similar questions. They thought they knew who we were talking about in the Cardinals clubhouse in terms of credentials. They're both wrong, and I had to kind of clarify. But they were both listening at the same time, and six I don't hours think, later. I don't think people realize this. And I, I remember when Schaefer was texting me what topic it was, but sometimes they'll – I'll get a text about something and like, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, you talked about it on the show today. And I'm like, you don't get we it. Did? Like from ten to one, whatever's discussed is forgotten by one thirty. Like I don't, I don't remember anything that was discussed. Uh, we should be at Fast Eddie's. You can be there at one o'clock. Doors open, and then over the weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, it starts at eleven a.m. Head on up if you have not been to the Bon Air. Check it out. Great food, great fun, and really uh, underrated beer selection. I had a Killian's Red. Oh. I haven't had one of those in a long time. It is ice cold, just the way you want your beer. Stop by and see Eddie himself, Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. We'll come back, and it's a uh, clip here from the latest Tony Talk, the podcast I'm doing with former manager Tony LaRusso. And I'll just say this. It's a legendary announcer, baseball announcer, hugely popular. I think that's Fairhoff, hugely popular. Fairly, yeah. Yeah, that Tony has no time for. Tony did not like Rick, Rick Sutcliffe. Uh, no, it's <laughs> – he is furious with Tim Kirchner. No. Uh, we'll play that clip. Very interesting. I had no idea. I sort of stumbled into it when we did the recording. And also a derby preview. We'll take you to Kentucky to break it down. The run for the roses coming up this weekend. We are live on 590 The Fan from Big Island Spa. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.